Fight the evil empire for people join the fray. These are the heroes of the Hydean Way. Welcome to Heroes of the Hydean Way. This is a Star Wars actual play podcast, and we're playing in Edge Studios' Age of Rebellion. This is Act 1, Episode 1 of The Hard Road. I'm Ben. I am the GM for this adventure, and using they-them pronouns. My name is Joy. I use she-her, and I'm playing Kido Dravik, a sharpshooter. My name's Erica. I'm using she-her, and I'm playing Norin Grameen, who uses they-them, an engineer scientist. I'm Zach. I use they/them pronouns. Shen Shazen is my character. He goes by he/him. He's an infiltrator interrogator. I'm Enri. I use she/they pronouns, and I'll be playing Isa Zel An. She uses she/her pronouns. I use she/they pronouns, and I'm the ship's pilot and captain. And to start off with, how about we get a Destiny pool going? Bang! Oh. Bang! <laughs> Yay! Easter's all saves the day. But all the night yesterday. <laughs> it's Norin's <Ooh>. anxiety. <laughs> Welcome to the dark side. <laughs> so for this session, we have two light side and three dark side to start off with. Which for an odd amount, it's about as balanced as we're going to get. The camera pans in over a large asteroid in a seemingly dead system. The star for the system gives a pulse every now and then, and it just washes over pretty much everything in the system. As you get further out, it dissipates. But around one of the destroyed planets that have turned into these belts of asteroids, built into one of these asteroids, a large station, and the camera pulls in at the outside of the asteroid. It looks super rocky, and you see this large, large door that has been closed over, and the massiveness of this door is hard to understate. Like, this is probably something that a Star Destroyer could fly through. The camera passes through a little maintenance door in this huge outer door, and inside there is this large hangar that looks to be maybe not entirely pressured up, but you can see catwalks going around. You can see several larger ships, a couple smaller ones. All of them look to be freighters. None of them look to be combat sort. You've got salvage ships. You've got a couple of freighters. You've also got uh, one of these large actual shipping freighters that is parked in the middle of this uh, huge void. And the camera slowly pans in. You can see most of 
Everything has a very gray look to it. Just seems like they were able to get a lot of gray paint. But all the highlights are in yellows and purples. And every now and then a little bit of cyan. As the camera then comes down into a central nexus of where a lot of these catwalks are coming in from all these different directions and turns into a large through fare going deeper into this asteroid. We see the camera going into this hallway that is big enough that you could probably fit actual land speeders down as opposed to just the golf carts that seem to be moving, the people movers as opposed to large cars. Deeper in, you can see a well, not so small garden area that looks be for recreation and it's in this large circle with what looks to be a sun shaft in the middle and trees and bushes and a field off to a side. The camera pans through this then ends up after going past the garden it goes in through a door and in this door there looks to be a small lecture room with raised seating so that even the person in the back can see down at the base and a hollow projector as well as a couple flat boards for things to get projected upon. Sitting on the lectern for this briefing room is the head of a AP protocol droid. It's got big insectoid style eyes and a triangular mouth. Just below the neck is a large collar that looks to have a few lights on it. Otherwise, no body. And it's sitting there looking at the different seats. A beat goes on and then we start seeing people arrive. Which one of you wants to go first for describing yourself as you come in? I'll take that one because Issa's not a person to wait. <laughs> Issa's ill. Barry just like doesn't wait for the door to come up all the way because these Star Wars doors always swishing, never kicking out. Which saddens her because she can't kick the door open anymore. But as soon as it's going up, she just slides her way in, looks around to the closest chair to the front, and immediately like takes her seat and looks around at the protocol tray and just like, So do you serve drinks too, or am I just are you just here to talk to me? The droid head looks from side to side. Well, it does not appear that I have arms, so it would be hard for me to serve drinks. So at this point, she just kicks her feet up to... Actually, since she's in her front, she has nowhere to kick her feet up. So she just goes, kicks the feet up on her boots, and that's where you know is what she's wearing, which is she's wearing a standard smuggler outfit, the old school black vest, the white shirt, you know, long pants and boots, and an ISR like crop jacket over long like brown hair is currently tied up in a bun so she just sits and starts relaxing until some people that can get her a drink come in no drinks huh that's a real shame you see a shistavanen walk in in a bright red hawaiian shirt <clears throat> and he's wearing shoes he's wearing shoes which is odd for a shistavanen uh so there's no, we're just, there's no drinks at all no snacks no table 
Nah, that's alright. I'm pretty used to that. He goes in and he sits down, and probably in the middle, against the far wall, so you can still see the door. And he is wearing, oh yeah, red Hawaiian shirt. He's got a leather jacket over it with the ISR patch on the front left, like, breast pocket area. And he just sits down and, and waits. He's got dark black fur with graying around the ears and the and the eyes and the, the cheeks. He's got a big cut uh, along the left side of his uh, left nostril. But other than that, he's just... Like uh, any any other Shistavanan with their yellow piercing eyes. I'm gonna walk in. Well, hello, everybody. How how are you today? Uh, once the drinks come in, it'll be better. Oh, I see, I see. She walks in. She's a smallish type framed woman. She's got reddish brown hair, green eyes. She's wearing um, a black shirt with like a green coat with a little bit of brown on it, brown pants and brown boots. She's just going to go sit um, at the far end of the table as she can get facing the door. Um, and she's just going to sit down and be like, oh, yeah, very good. I, I think it would be very, very nice to have good drinks. Uh, do, do they have um like cough, calf, calf? Yes, yes. I don't know, Troy, you got any calf around here? Um, um, I believe I saw a carafe over on the far wall with her head trying whip over in that direction. The wall opposing the door. So I'm going to go over and see if I can get me a cup of calf. Very good. Ah, yes, 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 calf. Oh, looks so bloody good. Yes. Would any of you guys like some? Isacel raises her hand. <laughs> Ah, uh, yes, please. And one coffee stir. I'm going to start making that. Uh, and then I guess while you're doing that, you hear a pounding footsteps coming from down the hall as Norin comes running through the door. <laughs> uh, looking slightly out of breath and like they were rushing because they're like, oh god, I'm going to be late. <laughs> they are <laughs> about medium height, somewhere in their mid-twenties likely. A Mary Allen, so green skin, wearing a, a linen shirt, mid sleeves, collared over work pants and boots, uh, with a, a strange looking vest, slightly reflective perhaps. You're not sure what material over that as well. And they have a um, a backpack slung over their, over their shoulder and a a disposable cup in one hand. <laughs> Make that forecast. Oh, very good, very good. You want you want some calf too? Uh, oh, um, no, I'm good. That's why I'm running late. As they make their way down the steps to sit in the front. So as you're sitting, you hear through the hallway a a slow thumping, very rhythmic coming. And as it gets close to the door, you see four little pit droids come through and a large loader droid uh, hunch down and start pulling in like their shoulders and legs so that they can fit through the door just sort of shuffling and then they expand back up and move off to a far corner after these five droids come in a older looking man with a coverall set done in the 
ISR purple. It's tied off around their waist with a tank top on. They've got a bald head with the sort of horseshoe of hair. Uh, they've got stubble as uh, they come in and sit. Oh, right. Guess this is where I'm supposed to be, too. I hand out the coffee. Oh, do, do you want some coffee, too? Yes, calf, yes? No, the the doctor told me I should be cutting back. Whoa, okay, so decaf. What do doctors know? If there is some. Very good. All right. I'm going to uh, pour some just regular coffee into a cup. <laughs> 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 oh, my gosh. <laughs> this poor person heart failure. And hand it out. Oh, very good. Take my cup, sit down. A moment later, the droid head looks around again and sees everyone sitting in the various briefing chairs. It looks like everyone is here. Perfect. Now, um, yes. Uh, you, the close one, with... There is a briefing tape that is situated next to my head. If you were to be so kind as to slide it in, we can start with the mission briefing. Isacel walks up, takes the tape, is like, okay, there should be no way to mess this up, and just slides into his mouth and hopes she did it the right way. (laughs) As it clicks in, like there's a small handle that still is sticking out that if need be you could pull it out. The eyes start lighting up and you start seeing a bit of a flat hollow before the hollow projector in the room starts up. The droid head starts off with Welcome to the crew of Wayfarer Itzkasynth Resh 7731K Be here at Interceptor Rescue, welcome you to being the new crew of this Wayfarer as you were assigned to this ship. You will be allowed to rename it at the end of your first mission, assuming all of you are still part of the crew. We here at Interceptor Rescue pride ourselves in bringing support to the average citizen of the galaxy. We do recognize that under Imperial control, we try to offer as much support as we are legally bound to do. Oh, well, that was trifling boring. Let's see what else is on this tape. Um, let's see. That was mildly Defense Medical Services can be obtained at Sector Headquarters Station. In this case, it is in orbit of the Dead Star, Shadaby Boden, the site of one of ISR's greatest triumphs in despairs. The task which you as a crew have been selected for on this training shakedown cruise is for delivering mining supplies to the mining moon of Naboo. The cargo pod is being loaded now onto Wayfarer Isk Synth Thresh 7731. Your loading droid and cargo master are seeing to lading the ship properly. While this is a simple task, we are wanting to make sure that personnel are selected and working at optimal efficiency before sending this crew into an actual disaster zone. Your performance is going to be analyzed upon your return, and we do expect you all back at the end of your cruise. And at that point, you should be tested 
with much more impressive goals. Now, as a rundown, we have the crew of note here. I am B8765, colloquially known as Bait. Please do not use me for that. We have L185, the binary load lifter, and this droid has a special modification that will make interacting with 185 much easier. They have a vocoder, as well as a small crew of load minions that they like to use a designation of M1, M2, M3, and M4. There's a ship's detection droid, D4. They are capable of hover flight for external space work as well as remote scanning com frequencies appended in a data file. Do note that D4 does have a vocoder, but they're, how should I put this, somewhat strange. Sure, it could be that bad. There are ports in the Wayfarer for a local droid network for anywhere from one to six droid brains to be added from education and piloting help all the way to being tied in with the onboard weaponry and to many other functions of note on the Wayfarer. The Wayfarer does not currently have any droid brains currently installed. Now, for the organic crew, there is Azzy Sefa, and in the very back, there's a, you can hear a bit of a squeak as a rather small, fuzzy, bat-faced chatter fan steps up onto their chair and waves. They're in, it looks to be a blue lab coat and slacks, and yeah, they're just up there waving. One more calf. <laughs> oh no, I, I really shouldn't have any. Please, I don't like being that hyper. I'm technician third class. I, I'm here to help out where I can with any of the mechanical things. Uh, otherwise, I will bring my polisher. It will make sure everything is nice and clean. Can you call it? Can you polish boots? I'm not sure that's the appropriate use of. Um, and Norn just kind of takes a sip of their calf. <laughs> <laughs> Next, we have CT. 5487, more commonly known as Hookman, the cargo master. Right. Hi. And the older man will wave and look around a little sheepishly. You can see that their left hand is a cybernetic, and it does look like the wrist has an attach point where like, the hand could come off and other attachments come on. Like a hook. Or are you a clone? Well, yeah. I, I mean, I'm sorry to be so blunt. It's just I, I, I've worked with a few uh, Spec Ops clones in the past, and it's it's been a long time since I've seen one. Not every clone was had on the front lines. Don't I know it? I've been in logistics for as long as I can remember. Fantastic. Welcome, though. Welcome. I think we're gonna get along famously. Next, we have Isazel on. She just like waved her hand to everyone because now her other hand has cut calf going to her mouth. She's like, mm, hello. Next is Kindra Javik. Yeah, Kindra Javik. Yes, yes, yes. Hello, hello, hello. Hey, Norin Grimain. Oh, uh, hi, everybody. That's that's me. Any Shin Shizan. He uh, 
lifts his, his calf, puts a little stir in his mouth. Hello. And now you are all the crew of Wafer Isk Synthresh 7731. May this be a simple cruise for this crew. At this point, the hollow display will light up and show the hyperlanes and the highlighted line is going from this system at Shadabeboran all the way to Naboo, which looks to be hop on a single hyperspace lane and it takes you all the way there. Probably take a day or two in hypertransit, just on account of distance. Well, it looks like we're not going through anything too crazy with these hyper, uh, hyperspace lanes. Uh, I'm going to warn you, once we uh, arrive at the moon, I sometimes have issues entering and leaving orbit. So uh, just just note that down, because you probably won't want to sit next to me. Okay, you get a bag for your mouth. Oh, yeah. This will be noted. <laughs> Lauren just like makes a mental note. Don't sit next to him. <laughs> Got it. Yeah. Just awkwardly eyeing everybody. I want to sit with my cup in my hand, sipping my calf. Nor would probably notice that Shin is also kind of observing everyone just to kind of get a feel for uh, what is going on. He's a retired spy, so. It's a little antsy sometimes. Oh, this is perfect for Issa then, because real quick, does Bane have a hook on the top of his head? Or anything I can use to attach him to my backpack or my utility belt to take him to the ship? Yes. Now that the mission briefing is finished and the hyper route has been displayed and stored within Bate's memory banks, the tape actually ejects about halfway out of the mouth area. <laughs> Looks like, just like it's supposed to properly do, it ejects out and just waits there for someone to take it and pull it out the rest of the way so it doesn't drop down. Oh, Issa's coming for it. Just takes the things like, all right, now let me take this out of your mouth so you can talk again. So I don't need, you know, you need it to talk. It looks so uncomfortable. This time the tape pulls out entirely properly. This time. I haven't seen magnetic media like this in a long time. There is a sort of pop-out handle. You push down on the top of his head, and a carrying handle will pop up so that you can grab. Like a little mohawk. He's just going to down her calf and then grab the head. Like, okay, everyone, let's continue this meet and greet on the ship. I want this. It'd probably be best for us to get comfortable in the place we're going to spend a lot of time. All right, let's go. Aye, aye, Captain. As you step outside of the... Uh, briefing room there is a people mover that everyone can sit on everyone except for the loader droid <laughs> i'm gonna grab my bag that i left outside the door and i'm gonna fling it over my shoulder with my cup of calf that's still in my hand and i'm gonna get up there well well let's go let's let's see what we are going to be living with less for now yes and yeah. the small droid Looks to be like an R2 type droid that's sitting in the driver's seat, starts pulling out. Even though they're going relatively fast, like they're not wanting to like lay someone out if they accidentally hit them, but 
they're going fast enough. As they're doing that, the loader droid has the four pit droids on their shoulders as it's running behind. Did you say this uh, vehicle is weaving and dodging around quickly, or is it on a straight path? It's on a pretty straight path. It seems to be following a uh, painted line on the floor. And it doesn't take turns too harsh. It's, it's relatively safe. Yeah, it is relatively safe, yes. Okay. Shin's probably not sick yet. He's a self bored right now. She's like... Harvard's looking at the. I could, I could make this do some moves. That's concerning. I won't, but I can. It approaches a corner and then seems to take almost a right-hand turn as everyone is shifted off to the left. Mm-hmm. Not quite falling out because the sides of it actually do go up enough to hold everyone in, but then it continues out. Past the garden area, you can see two teams playing a bit of hoverball on one of the fields. Continuing on into the hangar bay, the people mover comes to a stop in front of a recently painted Wayfarer transport. The ship itself looks to be just freshly painted in pretty boring gray. There's a few details on it, and you can see patches on all the places where patches would normally be of the Intersector Rescue. And the cargo pod for this has a large four on the side, and you can see a couple floater droids just clipping it in to the rest of the Wayfarer. As the people mover comes to a stop, two droids that are hooking the transport pod in turn and give thumbs up now that they're disengaged from the pod and fly off. A lot of droids. Yeah, droids are so bad that you get used to them. Well, no, that's not what I would... Okay. Yeah, I agree. There are a lot of droids. I think that's very good. Yes, I agree with you. Thanks. You're welcome. All right, everyone. Everyone get on their ship, start to get comfortable. I'm going to do a one quick f- uh, safety check before we take off. Then I'm going to find a place to sit that's comfy. <laughs> I'm going to join you on that safety check. Shin will just walk into the ship. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know anything about ships. I'm going to go on and just look around and see where there's a nice comfy <laughs> place to sit. Uh, this is where you get to see like Isasel's like, freighter history come in where now she's going through all the parts like making sure like the hydraulic you know hydraulic landing gear has the right pressure making sure there's no unseen spots that need to be patched up do you have like a notepad that you're taking notes of things that, like i like tisk tisk tisking and like i'm gonna replace this later i need to make sure i come back to this no norin has that, that that's oh. norin's job <laughs> <laughs> he's just like point if she sees it she points out it's like like remind me check for that later right the hydro line seems to be a little you're loose we're gonna have to keep that tight Tighten that up. Aye, um, aye, Captain. <laughs> to do a general check on the ship, would that be like perception or like mechanics? I'm thinking that that would be mechanics. I'm thinking it would be figure with something pretty much factory standard or recently worked over, that would be an easy check. So just one purple. Can we both roll? Absolutely. 
Yay. Individual or group. I'm okay with either. Do I do no. a group roll? No, no, no. I want I want Norn to roll. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hope Fair. we disagree. I'm rolling. I hope we disagree. So I guess collectively that's two successes and five advantages. Mm-hmm. It looks like as new as the crew is, the ship looks to be maybe a week older. They've just accepted this ship for being used. It has just come from the paint shop, and it is sparkling new. Hey, everybody, there's still plastic on the box. It won't <laughs> be new for long. Even on a couple of the shiny places where like displays are, there's the protective plastic cover <laughs> with the little tab on it. Oh, this is the best. Oh, yeah. This fur starts getting staticky. <laughs> so there's one in four advantages. Is there anything that... How do you want to use them? So I'll use Issa's... Because for hers, it's gonna it's one advantage. This would be easy. The one advantage, she just looks very captain-y for everyone passing by. Like a, the one advantage of people passing by is like, yep, that's the ship's pilot and captain. <laughs> That's all I'm using my advantage for. I don't know what to spend my advantage on. No. I know. We have extra parts in case something goes wrong. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Norn finds all of the nooks and crannies. Mm hmm. And they also look very impressive and not Capony, I guess Chief Mechanic y. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what would you like your title to be? Uh, Chief Mechanic? Co-pilot. We're going to have to start thinking of these things before we walk back onto that ship. Titles. Of course. We're a crew here. We all get titles. What titles does a crew normally have? There's the captain, the chief engineer, the cook, the cargo master. Then there's the jester, but that's only when you really get to know each other. Okay. I don't think I'm going to be the jester. I don't know. I guess chief engineer. It's one of my degrees. <laughs> Chief Engineer Norn, that is your, now your name to me. <laughs> aye, aye, Captain. And uh, Norin goes and finds their bunk to uh, put down their backpack. Quick question. Do we each get our own bunk room, or is it like we're shared? There are six organics, and in this particular layout, there's seven main suites and two, I'm guessing, passenger suites. So, yes, everyone gets their own place. Nice. I, I'm going to take the middle in the middle room. I'm going to take the one nearest the lab. Is there a lab? Is that a med bay? Could yes. be converted. It could be used as a lab. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> nearest the sterile environment. <laughs> Going from this, there's the two sides. You've got personnel rooms. I'm assuming the darker blue on there are bunks. There's a briefing room with a hollow table. There's mm. the toilets and showers. Refresher. A large airlock. That's what that is. Then, yeah, there's a med bay. That would be the showers as opposed to the water closet. There's a recreation room. And I think that's a captain's office just beside oh, the... Uh, it's a galley, isn't it? There's a little like cook stove or something. That'd be about right. That'd be the room that Shane would be. And then in behind all that is the giant engines that push everything. And a smaller, towards the bottom of that airlock, that goes into the huge 
multi-story cargo pod. Shin will claim the room closest to the galley. <laughs> Issa's gonna take the room closest to the front, more towards the in, pointing towards the inside of the ship. Just like so, the the one that shares a wall with the the cargo loader. So if anything goes wrong, she's hopefully hears it first. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. I guess Norns is that one in the middle on the uh, other, like by the briefing room. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. Kedra was what top middle. Uh, I was going to do middle, middle, but if she's taking that, that's fine. Mm. I was going to take that blue room, but I can take the one next to it by the brig. That works, too. I'm going to go in there and sit down and clean my rifle while everybody's inspecting the ship. You can tell that the engines and even the hyperdrive have been tested once. If this thing hit an odometer, it would probably be under. That's like factory new vehicles. So... It's probably jumped from wherever it was built to here, and that's it. That's awesome. When no one's looking, Issa sells it a look around and then hug the ship. <laughs> <laughs> Aw. Not sure I've ever been in a ship this new. She definitely hasn't. She has always been using like old busted freighters and hand-me-downs and going on crews that have been together for years. This is the first new ship, and she's so happy. Captain, all of the devices in the uh, flight station have their outer plastic removed. He's got a handful of plastic and all of his fur is sticking straight up around his Hawaiian shirt. That's awesome. Just walks past him. Hold on. So you don't, Shen, so you don't destroy all our computers. Oh, yeah, yeah. Touch this piece of metal that's connected to the ship. Oh, it's going to hurt, though. Ground yourself. (laughs) This is your captain speaking. She touches it. Ah! All right. There. Fine. His fur just drops. As long as he doesn't touch you first. (laughs) (laughs) Ah! And thus taking five strain. (laughs) As I'll use a destiny point for that. Take five strain? Okay. (laughs) Yes. Three butterfly clips. Having messed around with Vandegraaff generators recently, yes. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> nice. <laughs> For the audience that may not know, the Wayfarer is very much a tug and pod kind of ship. The pod can be detached and changed out. It was a great idea that just caught on in too small of a market to become super, super valuable. But in the markets where it caught on, it is highly sought after. And we've got a new one. Mm-hmm. Can't wait till we wreck it. <laughs> it has that. It has that new, new spaceship smell. Yes, like a new car ship. Yes, it's the font of Lastong. This is why I have to wear shoes. There's grating on half the floors in here. <laughs> you wouldn't wear shoes, otherwise. I mean, my species typically doesn't wear shoes, but um, I mean, it's, it's traveling like this. Yeah, but, you know, there's occasion, and this this being one of them. We need to make sure to get you some comfortable shoes. Oh, don't (laughs) you worry. These will do just fine. Right now, it is docked. The power is coming from the station itself. It's currently essentially just turned off. Just power is coming in from the station. The engines aren't on. The hyperdrive hasn't really been turned up. All the bridge stations are off. Looks like it's just sort of waiting for someone to turn it on. Which 
Isacel's gonna do it great glee. Just like go into the main room. Just if anyone was near enough towards the cockpit area, you would hear the most gleeful Yes <laughs> as Isacel starts turning everything on. Goes like no councils, no seats. I'm gonna walk out my room and peek my head in the room. Are you okay? You having fun, yes? These are all brand new. They have invested a great amount to this ship. Yes, we need to keep it new, which I don't know if we would do. I don't know. But um, I like the smell, the new smell, you know, that you get from, like, a new ship. Can Isacel find a comm for the ship? for like Because I'm having a feeling there's, like, speakers for that go across the whole ship. Oh, the ICS oh, yeah. system? Oh, yeah. There's definitely going to be an internal comm system. Absolutely. As she turns everything on, the moment she finds that, she turns it on for the whole ship. And it's like, blows on her. Ah! Testing, one, two, three. Testing, one, two, three. Welcome to our Wayfarer. I do not have a name as of yet, because we are keeping the promise of not naming these sheep until we're done with today's mission. We will be making our way to a moon of Naboo. And until we go, I suggest everyone here enjoy the new ship's men. It will not last. Trust me. We will be taking off soon, but first, everyone get comfortable, get your find your way around the ship, and then all the crew we will meet. We'll meet inside the cargo pod number four. We will see what we're carrying, and we will get to know each other a little bit. Before Shen, you know, cannot handle his calf from earlier today when we take off. Norn goes and makes their way into the cockpit and uh, settles down in one of the uh, extra chairs. Straps in. Strapped in. Are we Are we about to take off? Yes. We're getting oh. ready to. I'm, a, I'm gonna sit next to you, Norn. And I'm gonna strap myself in, too. So, okay. Uh, if, if I'm understanding the image correctly, the captain's seat is the, the little dugout behind everything. And I'm assuming the navigator slash droid head goes in the front area where the nav system is? That's what I'm assuming, too. Yeah, Shin walks in and and straps in and tightens all of the belts very tightly. (laughs) It's a five-point harness, and he is in. Is Shin at least one seat away from his nearest uh, neighbor on the chairs? I believe uh, believe you guys are on the south two chairs or the north two chairs? South. So, so yeah. yeah, so then I'd be up in the one next to the door, just in case he has to run. We're gonna plug <laughs> in this head, and we're gonna start warming this ship up. There actually is a port for where the head can go. As you set it down on that, it essentially mag locks down. Like you can feel it getting tugged into the proper location for it, and it spins around so that it can now see everyone. Oh, thank you so much. Somehow its eyes seem to go wider. It already has pretty gigantic eyes, and it just goes wider as it ties into the rest of the ship. Ooh, this feels new and shiny. Oh, this takeoff is about to be fun. (laughs) You just hear Shin breathing heavily. Okay, okay. (laughs) It's just a grav generator. It's not even a planet. We're not even... Right, even going off the side of them. Oh boy! 
It's it's okay. It's okay. You'll be okay. Just close your eyes and just think of a beach and clear waters. And you're sitting there and you just, that's all. Just the think of that, okay? Closing my eyes makes it like a million times worse. Norrin checks like he has a bag. <laughs> He's got like Does 30. Does he have a bag? <laughs> okay. I'm not worried so much about myself. I'm used to this. It's, uh, we'll see what happens. We're we'll rolling the dice. Ooh. <laughs> Back on the intercom, it's just like, everyone, please take a seat, strap yourselves down, and get ready for takeoff. Looking directly at Shen. <laughs> <laughs> he tightens, he checks them that they're double tight. Just keep tugging on the straps. Thumbs up. The Chatterfan pokes his head in, but then very quickly scampers away. <laughs> Only during your looking around have you seen Hookman. In the engine room, there's actually a seat for them, and they're set up in there. At this point, Isacel is now just, like, assuming everyone is <laughs> tied down and stuff. Like She's like, I gave everyone more than enough time. So Fair enough. She's going to use her talent, like... This is going to happen a lot. Her talent, Let's Ride, where she gets to mount and dismount her seat as an incidento. <laughs> so as she's, like, looking around, all of a sudden, she's in the like the pilot seat and just, like, flicking everything on and just getting the ship ready to go. I have a question. Uh-huh. Whenever, whenever Issa makes announcements, does she, like, have, like, a coiled, retractable hand mic and she's just prancing around back in the, in the little, uh, little dugout up there? Does she, like, pace back and forth like a... Or does she just like sit? Is she just calm, normal? I oh, I picture very much pomp and circumstance. Oh, she is pomp circumstance, walking around <laughs> with the thing. If she doesn't have the coil, she's using her calm link. <laughs> <laughs> she's very extra. Is the word to think about her? <laughs> Perfect. I'll, I'll say now, she is gonna dismount the ship, like, start taking off slowly, making sure all the wires outside are disconnected, start lifting the ship, start moving forward, and I have something for when I, when she knows that we're clear, I have something for that. Yeah, very shortly, everything's from station side is very proper in how it's disconnecting, it's like, the station is communicating throughout the entire thing of... ISR 7731, you're clear for departure. All external connections are retracted. Have a good flight. She calls calls back. Thank you for the luck, and we will be seeing you very soon. So, Issa's going to attempt an improved full throttle on the takeoff. Oh, gosh. A full throttle, for those who don't know, is regularly a hard piloting check. And as an action, she can increase the speed ship, the ship speed by one for a number uh, for two rounds. This is usually useful uh, for combat and stuff, but here she's just doing it to take off faster. So she's using an improved full throttle. She's burning one strain to do this as a maneuver, and it lets her make this ch- an average uh, piloting check. So what's the difficulty of the resilience roll that Shin has to, <laughs> has to make for this takeoff? I'll deal with that in a little bit. <laughs> okay. An average would be two. It is two. She's not warning anyone. Like ev- Everyone's strapped. She's not warning everyone. She's at a full throttle. It's like no tomorrow. And uh, any kind of um, setbacks I need to worry about? Uh, Yes, you need to worry about two setbacks. Because of the handling on this is 
minus two, so. Fun fact, I'm also a skilled jockey, so I can remove one <laughs> setback per rank for my piety checks in space and planetary, and I have two ranks, so she's used to jumping into a brand new ship that she's never been in and having to just go. And you know what? We're going to party. Let's use up one of those destiny points. I'm going to turn one of my greens <laughs> into a yellow. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this with three yellow dice. All right. All right. And I am going to roll that pile. Boop. And I know what I'm going to use my two advantages on immediately. Okay. Shen, this is going to be a lot more comfortable for Shen because there's no weave here or anything. She's just going really fast in one direction. Huh. Doesn't even notice the change from the gravity well. Just out. Okay. Oh, wow, Captain. That was, that was amazing. Expert takeoff. She's just smiling up there, just like, oh, I love these sheep. I love how it flies. Now to set up our hyperspace route. The giant doors open not that far. They maybe open a third of the way, and the ship just shoots out from within (laughs) the hangar bay out into space, and you can see the particles in space just sort of getting that glow from the dead star giving off another burp, causing it to look absolutely stunning there off in space. Everything seems to be running just perfectly. As the ship goes, she looks around at the crew is like, okay, maybe I should ask this before I flung us into space. Does anyone else here have some experience with astrogation? I myself am barely, very well, you know, familiar with this galaxy. Norrin raises their hand. That's one. I mean, I've seen an astrogation computer. That's not one. <laughs> I, I know I, I know what it is, and um, I know that people are good at it, but it is not me. That's two dollars, one yes. I know how to shoot things. Okay, very good at shooting. I suppose we could ask um, Hookhand and um, our other crew member as well. I just call on the intercom. Adi, Hookhead, do either of you know astrogation? We're doing a skill check. Isn't that Hookman? Hookman? <laughs> yes, Hookman. <laughs> She's caught him Hookhead, not going back now. She's caught him Hookhead. I just want to make sure for myself that I, that I wrote it down properly. Oh, I wrote yes. it down right. I said it wrong, and now I'm not going back. No, yeah, totally. <laughs> Fair. Uh, I can go with that. Uh, no. And, and then you hear the t- of the <laughs> connection being disconnected and click oh i've been training for that uh i'm about ready to take my uh, apprentice levels for that yes isa says it'll go back on to well come up to the ca- like to the cockpit there's no other way to get better than to learn on the job the v- light fast footfalls of the chatterfang running up you can hear the little nails from their exposed feet. They look a little... They get in, take a quick look at Shen's boots, and then uh, continue forward to the captain. I have sensitive feet. You, if, if you've ever seen a Shistavainen uh, look pale, it's very much Shen's face right now. <laughs> Stay connected to that seat. We're not done yet. Oh... <sighs> Oh, boy. All right. Aziz, take our seat next to Norin. We're going to work together, set our set our hyperspace pathing, 
get a little astrogation in, and we will take off soon. Can we make a group check? <laughs> yeah, group check could definitely work. There's a computer near Norin, so they're already sort of typing away. Group check, yay. The difficulty on this is just going to be a easy check. I am going to spend a destiny point to upgrade it to a red instead of a purple on account of super new nav computer. So might not have all of the bugs worked out yet. No, it's... you control the... You'll be the one controlling this one. Okay, yeah, it is just going to be a single red check. And I'm rolling for this? I was like, I was like what's your intellect? Because mine's is two. Mine's uh, three, and I have one rank in astrogation. I have two ranks, so we can use my ranks. So, two yellow, one green? Aziz, does he have any ranks in astrogation himself, or is he just here to, like... He is just happy to be here. <laughs> No ranks, no talents, or anything like that. Like, they essentially have a two int, and that's it. Make sure to pay attention to what we do. You're going to be learning a lot from us. Oh, yes, of course. Also, right. strap, strap yourself down. Yellow, yellow, green, red. Yes. All right. Anyone want to argue for a boost? Shin can't even look at a monitor right now, so <laughs> too many flashing lights. All right, hitting enter. Boop. Yay. No explosions. The ship extends off into hyperspace and snaps into the swirling blue tunnel. Thank you for listening to this episode of Heroes of the Hydean Way. You can find show updates on social media from us as The Hydean Way. And you can find me, Ben, on the socials as Deuterium Ice. Ah, you can find me, Joy, on The Other Place Podcast Season 2 as Talana. And live on Twitch TV at Joyfully Me 2, playing a variety of games. You can find me, Erica, on Path of the Storm, Dice for Brains, Dicey Cantina, and Nightcast Creative Projects like Coruscant Nights and Tales from the Grey Library. Or you can find me on social media platforms as either Tiz the Good Witch or Erica Goodwitch. You can find Zach at TalesOfTheOuterRim.com or on our link tree, linktr.ee slash TalesOfTheOuterRim. And on uh, one season of Tales from the Great Library. You can find me, Henry, everywhere at SimDisorder with an I, not a Y, on every <sighs> social media you can think of. Switch that around. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think you need to turn that around. You said <laughs> yeah. with an I, not a Y. With a Y, not an I. <laughs> Thank you, crew. Uh, yes. I'm going to have Captain. fun editing that. <laughs> and we are all at thehydeanway.com, where you can find previous episodes. You can find more episodes on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts. Plus, you can help us out by rating, reviewing, and don't forget subscribing. And you can holocom us at heroes at thehydeanway.com If you like what we do and want to support the show, you can find us at patreon.com slash Or you could send a team some calf at ko-fi.com slash